Hello, welcome everyone. I'm Bruce. I'm Greg. And I'm Casey. Together, we will dive into the mysterious world of the hit TV show, Supernatural. Join us as we follow Sam and Dean on some crazy adventures. As we break down episode by episode, have some fun along the way. Today's episode, Season 2, Episode 12, Night Shifter. Premiered on January 25th, 2007. Directed by Philip Screechia and written by Ben Edlund. We are Natural, natural, natural friends. friends. We've got our pal Greg, we've got our guy Bruce, we've got their other friend who's pretty cool. We're gonna spend some time with Sam and Dean, we're gonna kill some monsters and break down a scene. Remember, spoilers ahead. This week on Supernatural, Sam and Dean, against all odds, track down and kill. Breaking news. You're joining us here in downtown Milwaukee live at a scene of a bank robbery. <laughs> I had to rewatch it to make sure I didn't just miss his final word on that. Uh-huh. Um, but, and then I was wondering, like, is that purposeful because it's breaking news? That's I was so confused. Like, I was like, oh, God, am I supposed to be watching this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I never know anymore. I feel like they're going to show me something that I'm not supposed to see. <laughs> this week on Supernatural, Sam and Dean, against all odds, track down and kill a shapeshifter while narrowly avoiding the long arm of the law. Do you guys think this episode was higher budget or does it just feel that way? From It had to have been, right? For me, it felt like it. From what I read, it's not that it was higher budget, but they had um, less special effects. So they were able to spend their um, money on other things. Cop cars. (laughs) So the, um, I think it said there's an overhead shot showing like the whole scene outside the bank with the um, cars and the helicopter Mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Um, That entire scene is computer generated. It's like a Whoa. 12 second computer generated shot. I'll have to watch that again. That yeah, was a good job. The show does not have a helicopter budget. <laughs> not yet. That's awesome. That uh, that was part of it. I was like, they, they pay for a helicopter to come in? That's impressive. That's, that's still impressive in a different way. That's neat. I watched this one on my iPad versus my TV this time. And it, it almost felt like the images in general were a lot clearer than usual. And I, was, I, I couldn't tell because of my awesome devices. <laughs> my iPad's like 10 years old. No, I <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I didn't know if that was my iPad or if that was. Uh... I think that was your yeah, iPad. It's your... Yeah. Apparently I need a 2 TV. Hey, Bruce, yeah. get a new TV. <laughs> so we go to one day ago and the boys are investigating inside a jewelry store. And Dean is asked, what's it like being an FBI guy? Have we seen him like really been flirty like that um, in a while? I don't think in a while. Yeah, yeah, I think it's been a little bit. I feel like it's been since before they met Joe. There's a, there is some, something this season. Also right here, we find out that the Netflix episode title is a typo. Oh, really? Um, Night Shifter is one word. Oh. I love that we brought the costumes a- back. Uh, well, not back, but just this episode was very uh, costume and disguise heavy, and it fit this episode so well, and I loved it. It was really fun. Yeah, I liked Sam's hair for FBI guy. 
where it's like, oh, I'm in the FBI. I need like a, I need to stylize my hair very seriously. It's just like, probably wouldn't have long hair in the first place. Then, Greg, I believe the word is style. What I say, stylize. The verb to style. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> to style. <Yeah. laughs> stylize style. I bet there's a distinction. Uh, there is. It's a word. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So at the jewelry store, they find out that an employee robbed the store overnight and shot the night security. And then the person who they thought robbed the store was found. Uh, she was found dead with her hairdryer with her in the tub. I liked Dean's comment where there's just kind of a bit where there's like, with the cops because the cops took all the evidence and the videotapes and Dean got mad at it. And so Sam said, they're just doing their job. It's like, no, they're doing our job only. They don't know it. So they <laughs> suck at it. And it's like, it's so true. Yeah. That was really good. <laughs> I don't know. It's a funny, not funny, but it's a cool concept of like how in their profession, they would hate cops and the cops don't even know. Like they don't even know that they're, they're these two guys out there hating what they're doing because they're just, they're just doing their job. <laughs> the next stop on this week's journey is to um, the house of a bank teller who was involved in the robbery at a, um, a bank in Milwaukee that had a pretty similar story robbed by an employee who then um, ended up killing themselves. Um, so they knock on the door and a guy comes up, and did he make you wonder at all? Maybe you've seen him before. A guy from Lost. Maybe. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, who is that? That's right. It's our weekly segment where we take a look at some of the guest stars featured on this week's episode of Supernatural. So first up, we have our tragic, not a bank robber, Ronald, played by Chris Gautier. Somebody I used to know song? <laughs> hey, who is that? So you might know Chris from 40 Days and 40 Nights, Insomnia, Kyle XY, Reaper, Harper's Island, Smallville, Eureka, Once Upon a Time, A Series of Unfortunate Events, or maybe even Legends of Tomorrow. He's been in a ton of stuff, and uh, he's doing great. Congratulations, Chris. I was going to be really happy if he was like an extra on Lost somewhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have our actually possibly competent special agent, Henriksen, played by Charles Malik Whitfield. Hey, who is that? So you guys might know Charles from the little show called Law and Order, maybe The Guardian, Notorious, Castle, White Collar, Rizzoli and Isles. Southland, The Mentalist, Law and Order LA, Law and Order SVU. Um, I don't know if you guys are picking up on it or not, but he's been in a lot of police dramas. Um, also, American Horror Story, If Loving You Is Wrong, Empire, or also the uh, coincidentally named The Night Shift. Oh. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time on Hey, Who Is That? I really love this concept of a conspiracy theorist being onto something and being so close, but not getting it in the end or, or having the wrong answer. I guess I should phrase better. Ronald, our conspiracy uh, conspiracy theorist, um, definitely like a nerd, right? 
and not not in a bad way, but like probably into some sci-fi stuff. He <laughs> holds up a Cyberman uh, on a magazine cover when he's talking to them. Um, did you guys look at the badges that they show him whenever they're at his door? No, no. So I, I forgot to look it up, but I'm pretty sure Dean says John Bonham. You guys know John Bonham. Hey, who is that? John Bonham's the drummer for Led Zeppelin. Not a huge deal if you didn't recognize it. Um, Sam said Han Solo. Oh, did it? <laughs> yes, 100%. It said Han Solo on it. Um, well, I missed it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Wild that he can keep getting away with it. He did what anyone would do. He, he looked at the, the physical metal badge itself. Looked real. He saw the words FBI and it looked real. Their pictures did not look like they were taped onto a piece of plastic. So I was like, okay. By the time you look at those three things, you're like, oh, I've been staring at this for way too long. I'm getting self-conscious. Okay. You assume they're going to have a normal name. So like, you're not like, let me read this random name. Did you guys know that this, the magazine he holds up is called 14 times. And uh, did you know that's a real magazine that still delivers monthly print editions? No way. Yeah. So, uh, Check them out if you're into, uh, I don't know what you call it, tabloid style, par- not paranoia, para- paranormal, paranormal <laughs> um, type articles, I guess. Ronald reveals that he stole security footage somehow from the bank. And um, just like in Skin in season one, we see the glowing eyes on the security footage kind of confirming for us that it's a shapeshifter. Now, boys, I got to ask, what do we think of Sam's? decision here and not even the hindsight 2020 thing like do you think sam should have done what he did yes yeah all right wow (laughs) two for two so i'm the only voice of reason here to say (laughs) why would you do that so i think i mean sam gives his reason for it later in the episode um and that ronald doesn't know what he's actually getting into and he's just going to get himself killed by this thing and 100% completely agree and uh, I mean play out the episode look what happens I'm curious if so like I I understand Sam's reason but if he could have addressed it differently somehow because so I'm thinking like the line of work I work in if I tell a teenager not to do something um, the first thing they're going to do is the exact opposite so, like, mm-hmm. I'm curious, like, if Sam would have approached it more of a, like, um, you might be right, but I wouldn't look into this. Maybe, you know, this is more accurate of what you're seeing. You know what I mean? Like, give him something. <laughs> Maybe I've been a better. But ultimately, I think the safety thing was the what he was going for. Even if Ronald didn't go off and get himself killed, I 100% think Sam did the wrong thing here, which is... First off, this man is a conspiracy theorist. So to first off, pretend to be the FBI and sternly say, you did not see what you think you saw. Ignore it. Also, we're going to take all your evidence of what you think you saw. You're putting gasoline on that fire. That is, that is the exact opposite of what you want to do. Um, but second off, like, why not just say like, hey... Uh, we're looking into this. 
for your safety. We are going to handle it and we'll let you know how it goes, whatever. But here's what we're on the trail of. He he is just as likely to get himself killed um, whether or not Sam does what he did. So at least if you put him in the loop, he's got a better understanding, I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the, the way to go about it, I think, would have maybe been more effective <laughs> like yeah i got bruce on my side i disagree i like if you're trying to get him to stop don't feed him possibilities <laughs> but so you're both saying tell him that he might be right oh, i would 100 percent tell him he is right i would yeah so what like what's the benefit of that he's just gonna keep doing what what he's doing so first off, like you have the benefit of if you tell him, hey, you're on the right track, but you got the it's obviously not a mandroid, it's a shapeshifter, and here's why, here's we understand these things. Now you're taking the lead. Like you obviously, since you <laughs> you're at the bare minimum able to identify this thing, you can take point and say, We're taking care of this. And hell, even if he like straight up goes with them, which I know you're saying he's gonna get himself killed. <laughs> Um, but at least it would be them in the lead and not just suddenly him holding up a bank. I don't know. I just think I think he did the right thing. I think thing if an FBI agent came to my house and told me, do not do this, stop doing things, I, I'd probably listen because that's terrifying. Uh-huh. Yes, so you would. It, it really well, depends on, I think, the mindset of the person you're working with. Yes, that's true. I'll give you I'd say 90 percent of people would have that reaction, even if they thought they were still correct. Like you would. OK, this guy. Yeah, this guy told me I'm completely wrong and I need to look the other way. Um, I know I'm right, but I'm, I'm going to type some things up on the, the yeah. Internet and <laughs> keep it going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to blog yeah. about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're right there. But uh, I loved Ronald, though. I love Ronald. I yeah. I still love the idea of Ronald. Um and I was genuinely genuinely upset when Sam like was so mean to him though. Like it hurt me inside. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> he was so excited." And then Sam just pulled mm-hmm. that like rug underneath him. Uh I, I said it earlier, but I really like the concept of uh in their line of work running into a conspiracy theorist who was very close to the answer. Um, and I would like to see it in the future, possibly even a conspiracy theorist who is 100% correct that they have to navigate around. But I thought that was really neat. So the boys head back to the hotel and put together this whole thing with the Sirumane being um, how the ship was probably traveling. And we get to see the alarm company costumes again. The jumpsuits, they're back. <laughs> this one made sense, and I liked it. <laughs> no, Bruce, it doesn't make sense um, that, one, alarm company reps that I have ever seen do not wear jumpsuits. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, two, you don't leave them alone to just, like, check out your cameras that for a That was while. weird. <laughs> I didn't think that was normal at all. <laughs> no. I also think uh, maybe it's just me being naive, but I'm pretty sure even if they like had the exact correct alarm company name and stuff, I I feel like the security at the bank would make a phone call to confirm, you know, but maybe uh, maybe it is that easy to trick people. Well, I mean, 
um, the guy they were working with, uh, Mr. Okie Dokie, <laughs> seemed like he was pretty trusting. Okie dokie. He says okie dokie. I like that guy. Dean was great in this episode. His little one-liners the whole time. It was really good. I did terrible as far as like put, writing down notes because I really enjoyed this episode. I'll be honest with you. like I, re- I really got into it and just kind of forgot. <laughs> so there's a scene coming up where like at the end of the scene, I realized oh, I didn't write a single thing down. <laughs> so on the cameras, they spot that the bank manager is the shapeshifter in the eyes. After uh, zooming in on a butt. After zooming in on a butt. That's right. See, we can't judge Dean, though, because immediately after that, that's when they caught the manager. So it, it right. his system works, is what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, Dean, Dean did the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they go to deal with the bank manager, and, uh, oh, Ronald, what are you doing? <laughs> Banks have to have more than one exit point, right? <laughs> like, fire code? Yep. <laughs> I'm sure that, yeah, I'm sure they do. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, something like that still could work, though, because it's like you take out the main entrance and then if you're a man with the gun and you say everybody down and people run to the back exit like that's fortunately, Ronald's not a murderous psychopath, but he just he brought in a very aggressive gun, though, for his bank robbery. (laughs) Well, no, Bruce, this is not a robbery. Well, I mean, that makes it all the more aggressive for, for a non-robbery. Uh, so he ha- he just already had the supplies for a bank robbery because he just up and decided that day. I, and, and the way he was holding it made me feel like he wasn't very experienced with guns. So, <laughs> yeah, not at all. I was going to say like something along the lines like, oh, he's kind of weird. He probably had like an assault rifle collection, but like, I don't think so. Was that a diehard reference here? Whenever Dean calls Sam Agent Johnson? Maybe. I didn't know. Um... It was the only Agent Johnson I could think of. The Both the FBI agents. Agent Johnson and Agent oh, Johnson. Johnson. No, no relation. Yeah, yeah, no relation. Yeah, probably. I mean, because his name's supposed to be Agent Hansel. <laughs> <laughs> this was a fun episode because uh, Sam and Dean got, again, got to switch uh, roles as far as like the likable character. And uh, it was cool to see like, <laughs> what did he say? Uh, I'll I'll talk to him. I don't think he likes you. <laughs> Doesn't Ronald eventually go like, I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not talking yeah. to you. I don't like you. <laughs> I really did like the way that Dean tried to reason with Ronald here. Nothing, nothing he was doing here stood out to me as, oh, Dean, don't do that. Um, I don't remember what how this conversation went down. Like, what did he try to, how did he try to reason with him? Um, he was just like empathizing with him and then started to fill him in a little bit on what was going on. Um, that it's like the bank manager, they're trying to take care of it um, without filling him in on like, hey, it's a shapeshifter and like giving them mm-hmm. this big exposition dump. Like I thought it was a really nice balance of filling him in without telling him everything and tr- just trying to pull him onto his side, his, uh, their side. Yeah, he did what they should have done in the first place. But no, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, once he had a gun, it was probably a good idea. <laughs> True. I think he was trying to as well. Like at that point, he could have just told him what was going on, but also didn't want to say too much depending on where uh, the shapeshifter was as well. So it it made this weird like, hey, let's go. Let's go somewhere else. Like to the vault. (laughs) Vault. And lock everyone in. It was really weird because like they were locking everybody in, but then they were bringing people out and then they'd lock it again. And I was like, but. 
there's still people out that could open it up again. Like it was just the whole thing was just. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about the concept of. Uh, I guess turning the thing is just tightening it up. There, there's, <laughs> hopefully nobody bumps the combination lock on this thing. And <laughs> I, 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 I didn't think about like, oh, they're just opening and closing it. How are they doing right. that? It's, it's mostly just like <laughs> locking the outside of a door. <laughs> I have no idea how vaults right? work. Right? I don't, I don't know. I assume there's some type of code to keep it from opening. That Dean Winchester, huh? He's so brave. So brave. <laughs> this was a fun Who game. Who is that guy? <laughs> so Dean and Ronald go exploring around the bank, trying to track down the manager because he wasn't one of the people they took into the vault. And they find his uh, shed skin inside of his, the manager's office, which Ronald slips and falls in. <laughs> this is so gross it's been a while since we've seen the last shapeshifter um were the i guess sheddings still the same like as they were from the last episode yeah the only difference we didn't get a fun body horror scene this time <laughs> to show us them shifting which um at first i was disappointed by at pretty much around this point um but like by the end of the episode, I enjoyed it since there was so much like body swapping going on. I enjoyed yeah. being like involved in the mystery of it. So in Power Rangers, um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the first morph is always really long and it shows you how it works. But in the future, they just do it really quick uh, because you know how it works. So I think the same <laughs> concept. We've seen it. We know what's happening. Good comparison, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> So I mentioned a few episodes ago how I think they're doing a much better job this season with like the exposition dumps, whether it's about the mystery or the creature or whatever. And this episode stood out to me as once again doing a really nice job um, because they used Ronald as kind of our point of view. Um, so anyone who's watched the show is familiar with shapeshifters at this point. But for anyone who's just jumping into this episode and might not know, they just kind of give a brief rundown which they show as for the sake of Ronald. Uh, yeah, it's it's nice for us who have, you know, we know what's going on um, because it's like, oh, he, he, he's not talking to us. He's talking to him. Like, it's right, okay. Exactly. <laughs> it would have been really weird if this was a scene between Sam and Dean. Like, oh, you remember uh, we used silver back in uh, season one, episode 12 or whatever it was. And according to dad's journal here, this is a, uh -huh. a classic case. <laughs> yeah, that is nice. Okay, so after they find the skin and uh, the letter opener, um as they're leaving <laughs> um ronald is closing the door <laughs> did you see the grin on his face no yeah he's <laughs> right so at the excited. end he does this like half smile and i was like I, was, I loved it because he was so excited because he was right mostly about things <laughs> eventually they go to, into the explanation he like talks to dean about it how he's not crazy but just like that little subtle uh, smile was just perfect because I think we've all been there where it's like, oh, my God, I was right. <laughs> um, I like how he examines the uh, sheddings and I think he does he sniff them uh, whenever he first thinks that they're like a mandroid fake skin. I think so. Yeah. yeah he like picks it up. And, oh, it's so it's so real. Right. It, uh -huh. <laughs> something along those lines. So as Dean and Ronald are heading back to the vault, the cops shut off the power to the building, and they mention here how now they can't use these security cameras to identify who the shapeshifter is, 
and I was just thinking, man, it like this would be a really great time to have a phone with a camera on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I thought that for half this episode. Um, after this um episode, I was didn't get a chance to yet, but I really was like curious about like um hostage strategies. I was like, is this a thing that they do? And specifically, one of the things I wanted to look up was uh, the media being like, how close is a reporter allowed to be to a hostage situation? (laughs) (laughs) Great question. If we have any uh, hostage negotiators out there, um, if you want to email us and let us know. uh... So Dean and Ronald end up rounding up some more stragglers in the bank who haven't left for some reason. (laughs) They lock more people in the vault and um, it upsets our bank teller, Sherry. (laughs) Um, She thought he was one of the good guys. But they bring Sam out with them to fill him in on what's going on. And um, Dean goes to look for more people and leaves Sam with Ronald. And I just love Sam's. Hi, Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Hi, Ronald. This is a fantastic scene in general. Just the, their conversation of like, he shouldn't be here. And he's like, no, it's okay. And then what does he look over? And he's like, get out of the light. What are you doing? He's just like pointing his gun up towards the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> that did a, that was a very good job of um, getting the audience used to the idea of why you need to stay out of the light. And um, doing so comedically so that you don't really realize that it's a Chekhov's gun situation. That mm-hmm. it, it, because if you thought that, then it kind of ruins it of like you predict a thing 10 minutes beforehand. Um, so they did a really good job with that of like establishing that without tipping you off to the plot. It's really nice. Yeah, I had no idea. I, I would not have guessed it. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's funny. That, that's not a thing that I would have thought was a real <laughs> thing. But. <laughs> So Sam and Ronald head back down to the vault to open it up to give the hostages some air. How kind of them. And um, our okie-dokie security guard starts to have a little bit of a heart attack. And Sam is just, like, not paying attention. Sam, this man needs your help. (laughs) (laughs) He was, like, ruthless during this. Because he knows if if they botch this, it's, it's more people dead. Even if the security guard straight up dies. They, they they have to get this right. Oh, so we're sacrificing one person for the good of others? Is that... This, to me, came across as another opportunity for the show to uh, have, like, a very interesting moral dilemma. Yeah. Uh, which they just then conveniently get out of. Yeah. By Dean finding yeah. the body in the ceiling panels. Like, yeah. how did that even get up there? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about how many times I've looked at ceiling panels that have been like popped up a little bit and they're like messed up on the ceiling. Like I'm never like, Oh, I bet you something's <laughs> hanging out of there. Um, before I forget to ask, cause I almost did um, the security guard or I thought okie dokie security guard ended up outside and was the one that reported it to the cops. But then you said what I also thought, which was okie dokie security guard is the one who was having a heart attack. What do you, I don't think they ever showed someone report it to the cops. There was, uh, they didn't show him reporting to the cops, but um, when the cops arrived very quickly, Sam and Ordine made a comment about like, you forgot the uh, security guard outside. So maybe it's just a random one, but I thought they showed him once. I don't know. I know. I think, I think it was like the security guard was able to get away for a second to trigger an alarm. Okay. Yeah, I'll take yeah. that then. 
Um, so yeah, okie dokie guy is having a heart attack. And you know what? Um, we don't know if he made it. We <laughs> really don't. So Sam helps um, okie dokie get upstairs and um, Dean stays behind to deal with the man that they now know as the shapeshifter, which he somehow just completely lets get the drop on him. Like, mm-hmm. how did that even happen? I mean, I could understand when a, his little, uh, I mean, he shouldn't have been caught off guard, but I understand like not being primed and ready to stab him because he didn't want to do it in front of the crowd. But honestly, he should have, <laughs> he should have just killed him right there. Yeah. I don't know what helped him by not, I, I was curious this whole time, really, if they were still trying to, cause like now they're getting nervous that they're going to get in trouble. So if they peacefully finish this. I think it's one of those like they can get out, you know, without right. getting caught or whatever. So uh, that's maybe uh, like get him away and then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's a good point. So after the shapeshifter gets the drop on Dean, they run upstairs and the shapeshifter runs away and Ronald's taking after him, but he right. runs into the light. Gets so remember when I felt bad when he, you know, got yelled at by Sam? <laughs> yelled at. Yeah, how'd you feel, Bruce? This was probably the most devastating kill in this show show so far. <laughs> yeah, I the, damn no respect to John Winchester. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I loved him to death, but like, I mean, he was kind of a dick. Um, <laughs> you're right. You're right. This guy, I just felt so bad. He was just trying to help out <laughs> by holding all these people hostage in a bank. <laughs> I, I didn't say his methods were greatest, but. Uh, yeah, no, Ronald was a really great character, and I'm going to miss him. He'll be back. Oh, yeah? <laughs> He's haunting that bank. You know that. <laughs> That's a cool concept. <laughs> I was curious if Dean was going to have more of a reaction to his death, though, because like he had built up a semi-relationship with him by this point, yeah. Um, and I thought it was going to hit him harder than it was, but... It was more just frustration, I think. And I think that was intended by um, the acting. I think it was more along the lines of like, I don't know, a soldier like in battle mm. where it was like it was like the yes, this sucks, but we have to continue with the mission. And which was it was just neat to see. These boys are stone cold. Do you remember when Dean joked about killing a kid's parents in front of him? <laughs> Awkward. Awkward. <laughs> so at the time, I was completely like, okay with his death as far as like the cop shooting him. But there's a point later where um, the cop says that they can't just run in there and kill Dean because there's no proof that they've harmed anyone yet. Oh, wow. Oh. Uh, maybe because he has enough information to make the distinction between Dean and Ronald because at at some point they were confused about the boy's actions saying like, I thought they were hostages or something like that. Right. But what, like you had no proof that Ronald hurt anyone. Uh, oh, okay. I see what you mean. Like, uh, did he even, he did. Okay. I guess he shot the gun. I was, he shot the guns in the beginning, but not, yeah, he didn't actually hurt anyone. I see your point. Yeah. Yeah. So huh. the, lo- the logic doesn't transfer, but it, like mm-hmm. if you take out that line, I'm completely fine with it. I have no issues. You're completely just... fine with Ronald dying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cold bastard. Play stupid games, right? Yeah. <laughs> At this point, though, in the episode, we are officially caught up with 
where we started with our breaking news and we get to see Dean um, walk the uh, okie dokie outside to get him some help. Um, and then they find out that the shapeshifter has shed once again. That's quick. He is quick. They commented on that. Which I appreciated. I appreciated that. And I also appreciated that it wasn't spelled out why. I think yeah. that's neat. Like, just, oh, this one's fast. Is. Like, that's that's all we know. <laughs> this is different. Yeah. Speaking of, like, ideas of the shapeshifters, um, whenever Dean was explaining shapeshifters to Ronald, he explained how they have human desires. And yeah. he specifically said, uh, like, this one wants money. Um, I very much enjoy that idea of like the shapeshifters all have this vice. Um, like our first one was just pretty much a serial killer. He wanted to kill people. This one wants money. So maybe if we see another shapeshifter one day, they'll want something else and be obsessed with that. It also opens up the possibility of good shapeshifters. Yeah. Of just mm-hmm. like humans, like, uh, because he's saying like, oh, they have human desires. Like, well, humans also have humans' desires and they don't all need to die. And then the feds show up and you can tell they're real feds because they have FBI jackets on. Which, <laughs> as far as I know, Sam and Dean haven't done yet. When they came in and they were like, oh, it's the feds. I did I start looking around because I was like, well, what? They have like the same outfit on, basically. <laughs> outfit. They have the same uniform on, basically. And I was like, what's the difference? And I looked over and it, was, it just says police on the back of the <laughs> <Yes>. jacket. <laughs> I cannot stand how stereotypical this scene is for any police involved movie that the FBI shows up. I, I cannot stand. And I, I don't think they were doing a parody. I think it was intentional. Especially with that actor. Like this whole episode is obviously like a heist movie. And I think they were just playing into that trope of the fed showing up and taking over and yada yada. Uh this is it's similar to um I, I can't remember episode titles anymore but the one, when they were in Baltimore and they were caught by the police and how it they they nailed the the feel of a procedural um but they didn't parody it enough to feel like they were making fun of them, you know. Um so it's a similar concept of if if they are doing it in a mocking way I want it to be really oh. But I don't hit me over the head with it. I don't think they're mocking it. Oh, okay. I think you can play into tropes without mocking them. Because I mean, almost everything they did in this episode was very tropey. I mean, you had the hostage situation, you had (laughs) the vault in general, it feels like. (laughs) Yeah, I I guess. I just, uh, I don't know. I don't like playing into this trope without full on mocking. That's me. So, Bruce, what do you think about this idea that Agent Henriksen has been on to the boys for weeks and has been tracking them and knows everything about them? I think a few episodes ago, they did mention that the FBI was looking for them. Um, so I wasn't totally thrown off, but I didn't realize how in-depth it was. Um, excited because we've sort of haven't had a an overall villain during this uh, season um, like the yellow idea is there, but he's kind of just in the background for the most part. Um, so I was excited to see this one kind of come out and, you know, be their kind of their opposite. So I'm excited to see what happens with it. I did really enjoy his line of uh, crazies in there and I just hung up on it. No, <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> I hate it. Uh <laughs> 
It's that's because they're playing into it. Yes, right? I know. It's too over the top. I can't stand it. Oh no, it was wonderful. And it's not on the actor. It's it's the the lines themselves. I I can't I can't do it. Um, he he was really uh, digging at uh, Dean during that conversation, though. Uh, just <laughs> everything he can say about his dad. Just <laughs> keep it going. Yeah, it was it was really good. I thought uh, Dean would be a little better at talking to a someone like that. Like he didn't get overly emotional, but at the same time, I was like, eh, you're kind of letting him get to you a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I think Dean just doesn't handle the whole uh, mocking of their dad very well. What did he say? You don't know anything about my dad. <laughs> that, yeah, Craig, you're allowed to hate that one. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> That's what it felt like. It's a stupid thing to say about someone who's actively <laughs> investigating you. Like, I bet he knows an awful lot about your dad. <sighs> um, so Sam's looking for the shapeshifter and finds Sherry dead in the closet, throat slit. Poor Sherry. Sherry's kind of annoying, though. So I was like, eh. <laughs> Um, so he get, they go back to the vault to get Cherry, pull her out, and then I don't understand why they did it. So, <laughs> go on. <laughs> like, what's the point of bringing the shapeshifter to the body that they supposedly killed? Yeah, uh, <laughs> especially because they almost—at least Dean almost killed her anyway. Um, because if it was like. Oh, let's see how they react. Uh, or actually, yeah, they had no concept of this shapeshifter playing possum. So yeah, why, no, why they found they a dead that? body. So they're not they're not having a trial. They don't need it to convince another person. Like that's so weird. Yeah, I would say one of my theories could be that they were trying to get to the benefit of the doubt or something along those lines. But I don't. <laughs> hey, I, do you have a twin? I, I can't figure out how to say that. <laughs> yeah, they definitely weren't because. But like Greg said, Dean almost kills her when she passes out on the floor. He just goes over That's and true. it's about to stab her with the <laughs> knife. Yeah, so I, I I love the whole concept after the setup, but you're right. The setup doesn't make sense. So like the only thing I could think is they, they wanted to kill her in a secluded place. And it just happened to be where they also had the body. Um, but that's a little too coincidental, I guess. But either way. Like you said, the setup's weird, but love the concept. <laughs> She's passed out. <laughs> um, I love this idea of the shapeshifter, like, shapeshifting into a dead body. That's really it's cool. fantastic. They did a great job with the comedic timing of <laughs> Dean almost impaling this woman. Because, like, there's the the whole idea of, like, the last minute or last second stopping him. Um, could either be dramatic or comedic, and at least for me, it was really funny. <laughs> he almost got her. Huh. Um, so then a f- a fight breaks out between Dean and the shapeshifter. SWAT breaks in. Everything's going down, and we get to hear these really great headbutt sound effects during the fight. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> I love those sound effects. It was really great. Um, and then her arm skin slides off <laughs> that was cool just in case you weren't following along at home they wanted to remind you right a bad guy did he do anything to like really get her at the end or was it mostly just he overpowered her um yeah just overpowered her and stabbed her with the letter opener and then the police are clearing the place they can't find sam and dean anywhere it's because they're already out 
Did they do a thing where Dean was standing there and then they had them come behind him? Like a, 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 where you thought they were right behind him and they had him? Yeah, but it was actually Sam already dressed up. Uh, I missed that part. <laughs> yeah. This one really got me because I was like, oh, how are they going to get out of this? I knew what was going to happen and or did happen. Uh, and I still was thrown off by the directing of when they showed the the policemen without their clothes, even knowing that the, uh, the boys stole their clothes. It took me a second to be like, wait, who are these two? Uh, I was very like, I, I I just think it was like like a rushed shot. I don't know how to describe it. I thought it was Sam and Dean when. <laughs> Oh really? When they when they looked in, because I was like, oh well, what happened? Like, what did I miss? Like, <laughs> so it really, like I said, that whole thing threw me off. I, I think the between the last shot of Sam and Ordine in the bank and them being revealed as being in police uniforms, I I think there was just so much going on, like so many shots revealed, like the. Uh, first there was the, the one dead guy, just the random dead guy that made me think like, oh, did somebody else die? And like, oh no, this was just the one. And then, oh, here's the, the woman. Oh, this guy says, uh, I swear I just escorted her out. And then, uh, where are the guys? Oh, we cleared it. Oh, get. And then they just a real quick shot of two unconscious guys that you can barely see. And I just, what's going on? Uh, I think it was just too rapid for, for. But then again, if it was slower, I'd probably complain that it was hitting us over the head with it. So who knows? <laughs> That's why it was really cool because like right, like it, it was one of those like what what oh yeah. like it, so it, it really worked for me the way I was interpreting it. I guess yeah, I I agree with Bruce. Like I like the way it was done because I don't think it's something you are supposed to get in that moment. I think it's supposed to hit you the moment after. But they get back to the Impala and they're screwed. <laughs> I loved it because there I was like, oh, we get real music. I'm so glad that we have real music, by the way. Um, but he's like, as he's sitting there, you can like faintly hear in the background, like the drums still like. And then he's like, we're so screwed. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> Fantastic ending. I didn't think about it until just now. These cops have a mess on their hands with an identical dead body of a hostage like they are going to sort out the whole They're twins <laughs> yeah but the the person who is a twin is swearing up and down she's not a twin like it's <laughs> it's gonna be real confusing for them well i mean they they already have the confusing part of dean being buried in st louis so yeah reviews 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 i give this episode nine mandroids out of ten i i really like the callback to episode skin without it just being a repeat of the episode skin um namely at first i i was prepared to be annoyed with the setup of uh the opening scene with dean and whatnot but i was very happy that like nope it's not just a repeat it's just a, a callback to it the plot was fun it was fun kind of uh taking heist movies which i do love and uh just making it really crazy with this conspiracy theorist holding up a bank without robbing it. Um, it, it was a lot of fun is what I'm saying. So nine man droids out of 10. All right, guys, that's right. It happened. <gasps> 10 yes! out of what? 10. Awesome. Goofy sidekicks. <laughs> <laughs>
um, I couldn't think of a reason to drop it down even to a nine or a nine and a half. Um, even our little complaints throughout this uh, podcast um, just doesn't do enough for bring it down for me um, because I enjoyed it so much that it, it just doesn't matter to me. Like those little, little tiny hiccups just in the moment I had no clue. Like, and I had it and it didn't matter. Um, I w- watched this by myself, but would belly laugh out of like the stupid stuff that was going on. <laughs> like, um, I loved it. Um, I love that there are lasting consequences. We brought in this new FBI um, who knows all about them and is got, you know, on their tail. Um, I, I thought there were going to be even more lasting consequences when they got caught um, and they barely get by um, by sneaking out in the coolest way possible. Um, so I, I, I loved it. I hope I hope um, Ronald comes back as a, you know, goofy ghost. <laughs> My dream. 10 out of 10 awesome goofy sidekicks. Um, I'll split the difference here. Uh, nine and a half mandroids out of 10. Um, this episode was just fun as hell. Um, it was a really great monster of the week episode. Um, we get to continue this B plot of Sam and Dean being wanted. And, um, my favorite part is that we're continuing this genre bending, um, that we've started to see throughout this season of mixing other, obviously other genres with our supernatural. Um, so it's, it's just been really fun. Um, nine and a half mandroids out of 10. Next week on Supernatural, we're watching Season 2, Episode 13, House of the Holy. Sam and Dean investigate the murder of several people by individuals who claimed they were visited by an angel and were carrying out God's will. Uh, I'm really excited for this, only because we, we, we've talked a lot about like um, the devil side and the evil side of things, but it'd be cool to see um, some good uh supernatural things but we're not going to because it's not going to be real (laughs) nice prediction a demon is going to be um disguising itself as an angel to these people um so my prediction and this is a pretty specific one actually um sam and dean are going to be continued to be hunted by the fbi um they will eventually be caught because you know the fbi always finds out um however Due to them being the only people that can stop the ultimate, like, catastrophe by the demons, they have to let them go and save the day. Wow. Okay. Okay. So when do you think they'll be caught? They're going to be caught on episode 21 at the end of the episode. So they grab their things to ready go to battle the next episode. For any questions, comments, or smart remarks, send them to naturalfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Natural Friends Podcast and Twitter at Nat Friends Pod. Thank you to our fans and our wives for your continuous support. If you enjoyed this, drop us a review and subscribe. Thank you for joining us. We are Natural, Natural Friends. Friends. Can I help you?